From the Anti-Up headquarters in Tampa Bay, Florida, it's the Anti-Up PokerCast. And now, here are two guys who think they know how to play poker, Chris Casenza and Scott Long. It's August 13th, 2021. You're listening to the best poker cast on the planet. I'm Chris Casenza. And I'm Scott Long. It's a pretty special day, I think, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, all right. So first off, it's a special episode. So all your uh, normal fun stuff, O'Malley, and uh, all of our other features will come back next week. But uh, we are very excited because we get to go back to work, Chris. Yes. And by we, I mean me. You get to stay home, but that's all right. I'm quite happy <laughs> getting on the road for this one. So uh, our Antioch World Championship uh, kicks off this Friday, August 13th, runs through August 29th, 17 events in 17 days, plus a lot of satellites, and $1 million in guaranteed prize money. And I fly out there Saturday, super excited about it. And so uh, we invite our good friend uh, Ben Irwin, Director of Poker Operations for Thunder Valley, known us for a very, very long time, to be our guest today. So uh, we can get you amped up for coming out to join us uh, near Sacramento. Yes. So, uh, Ben, uh, how you doing, first of all? Uh, doing great, guys. Great to, great to be on and, and definitely looking forward to the championship. Long time coming. And uh, we said uh, it starts officially Friday, but we know the action got started last Saturday. You had what was a really, really interesting satellite. I'm sure other people have done it, but I haven't seen it before. Winners got two seats, not just one, two seats. Uh, one in the Annie Up NorCal Classic, which is coming up soon, and then of course, and then our championship event at the end of the series. I think it was like one in eight got to both of those seats, right? So, tell us how how that turned out, because all the tweets made it look like uh, you packed the place. That's exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, as we you know we got ready for our first series in, or our first series after a long time, and uh, looking at it and saying, you know what, what a, maybe a great move to start off would be to put the two tour events in a satellite and, you know, get people excited about the series, and that's exactly what happened. So uh, we ran a couple SIP satellites. You could win your way into that, that 375 package satellite. You could get in there for 90 bucks, uh, and about 60 people did that. Uh, and then uh, on, the, on Saturday, we ended up with 263, so that gave us 33 packages. Wow. Uh, but the excitement in the air, the room being full, uh, it's the first time in a very long time. And uh, it was just great. You know what was probably one of the best parts is the amount of people that just said thank you for bringing this back. Thank you for doing this. And uh, so we're, we're excited and, and looking forward to it. I mean, how good does that feel to be able to do big tournaments again? It, it does. It's, uh, you know, we've been very, very patient on our end and, and now to be here. And this was, uh, you know, this, was, this has been a staple of our schedule now for, you know, this will be the seventh annual. Um, and, you know, you go back, I mean, heck, we've been hold, holding the NorCal, I think, for nine years. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it's an event that people know they're used to in the summer. Uh, you know, the summer looks a lot different these days. Uh, but one thing for sure is that uh, Annie Up will be here, and we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, it was a great segue to the history, because I really want to talk about that, because uh, we've kind of been uh, joined at the hip for, as you mentioned, I think it's nine years now, which has been fantastic. Um, and I, I'm sure we've, we've shared the story on the podcast before, but I want to share it again just in case we have some new listeners because I just think it's so uh, so cool how we ended up where we are today from where we started. And uh, I was just doing my normal sales drives around the area in California, popping my head in every casino and trying to get to know uh, the poker rooms and, and see whether there's something we could do together. And uh uh, you were very gracious. You said, yep, swing by. I'm going to buy you lunch, but I'm not going to buy any ads from you. 
<laughs> that's yeah, exactly uh, what I said. Yeah. Hey, you know, at that that time of our uh, our career, I was happy for a free lunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy to do it. We had lunch. We uh, you introduced me to an Arnold Palmer, which I had heard about, but I never had before, and uh, now I love him a lot. And um, and and surprisingly, a couple months later, you called me up, and uh, we did an Anti Up NorCal Classic, which was our very first Anti Up Poker Tour series, and your very very first um, series too. So that was that's a really kind of an interesting story I like to tell folks at uh, cocktail parties when I used to go to cocktail parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when parties were a thing. Uh, but yeah, that was a, 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 an interesting afternoon. You know, at that time, we had never really done much. Uh, the room had only been open, I think, a little over a year. And then you came in, we had done just some single day events on our own. And, uh, and then I think that would have been 2011. And then in 2012, we started our first couple in-house series, uh, still relatively small. Uh, and then that's when we had some tremendous success in the first part of 2012. And then that's when I said, Hey, Scott. And I think the biggest thing, and the one thing I've always loved about the Annie up concept is that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a tour as much as it was a partnership. And I think that's been great for poker rooms. It was definitely, uh, a big step for us and, uh, working with you guys over the years, it's been a great way to put us on the map. And, and kind of like you said, it really put us on the national map t- uh, together. A great first step. And then from there, you just grew crazy now. So, I mean, you, you've been holding World Series Circuit events. You have a lot of WPT events. Uh, I got to meet Matt yeah. Savage out there several times. It's come out to, uh, I think you even did a Heartland at one point and some other stuff as well, yep. too. So it's it's been really fun to watch uh, just how, how big that room has grown. And then moving into the new room a couple of years ago with all that space, um, it's uh, it's really a tremendous success story, Ben. So we're very, very happy of, for your success and, and ours as well. But, uh, but definitely, um, you've you've steered the ship in the right direction. So um, yeah, well, this this room, this new room, it, it, we are a very unique uh, poker room in the aspect that it's never been us. It's always really been the the players in the area. This has always been a partnership. Uh, you just as we talk about our partnership, but players in the area, you know, giving feedback and things. And, and as we were learning our way, you know, working with them. And so the growth in this new room, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's that, that collaboration uh, that got us to this point. And, and, you know, you mentioned a lot of the different tours and stuff. One of the, of course, one of the most uh, really impactful relationships was also the WPT and getting to know Matt so well. What an incredible influence he's been, and, and being that Northern, Northern California is home for him. Yeah, and uh, you know the the help and, and the mentorship there, uh, will we will forever be grateful. Absolutely. All right, well, let's steer back to the Annie World Championship this week because that's what we're we're talking about now. And I'm going to start off with the stuff that I like the best, which is the mixed game. So, uh, one, I've always appreciated that uh, you've let me play in events out there. I've always liked coming out and playing, Chris. Uh, Chris yells at me every time I win an event that it's not good for me to win my own event. That's all right. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's, it's been a lot of fun watching. Uh, it, you know, we talked about this before that, you know, a lot of rooms, they, they can't do these mixed games. They have to do no limit hold'em because that's what most people want. And they, you know, they have to pay the bills. But you've been founding a way, even back from those first series, I think, to to include yeah. uh, different games. And, and this year we got Limit Omaha, we got PLO, we got Horse. Um, so I, I guess I'm just curious about your thoughts on mixed games and, um, why they're on the schedule when, when other things probably would make you more money. Yeah. So it's the, here we're in just also in a unique place where this is a resort and it's really about people visiting. 
Um, so you're, I'm able to and encouraged uh, to offer things that, that are really create the biggest draw, not necessarily the biggest field and, and as far as a single event. And the, the mixed games, there, there is a, a group of people out there that want to come in and play those. And it, when you look at a series, you know, it's not a hold'em series. It's a poker series. And a poker series really should include a lot of different disciplines, a lot of different games, giving people an opportunity uh, to hone their skills on things other than just good old no-limit hold'em. Um, and we've always had, you know, a mix of, of signature events when you talk about hold'em. But the, the, uh, I think really the identity of the room and, and t- our typical series, people can count on uh, being able to play in those non-hold'ems. And, and when I ramped, uh, when I created this series, kind of looking to keep them back to back, we've already booked a bunch of people from LA, uh, Oregon, Washington coming in to play those specific events. Uh, and so it's, it's Monday through Thursday in the schedule. So you can come in and also Monday through Thursday, easiest nights to get in the hotels, uh, the best rates. It's only $99 with our, with our hotel rate to be able to come in and plan those. But you got, you know, every morning, like you, like you mentioned, we start on the 16th, you got 08. And then the very next day, you got Pot Limit Omaha horse on the 18th, which I remember your horse title many years ago. And by the way, Chris doesn't know this part. You buy into a lot of events and sometimes come up with nothing, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but I do remember that horse event. Uh, it was your very last one before you caught that flight. But, but yep. uh, booking a winning horse years back. And then the, the last uh, mixed event will be Big O. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, put the biggest action there at the end, finish it off with Big O on Thursday. And that's right before we start the, the monolith, which is a, a signature event, been part of the Annie of Championship every year. Well, yeah, Chris I like- is monolith next, but real quick, I, I just want to, since we're still in the mixed games, I do want to give a shout out to Howard Tahoe Andrew, who it's, it's, it's not going to be the same without him out there this year. Uh, uh, yeah. Long time pro, um, great guy. And uh, I've had a lot of fun stories. We shared a couple of them on the, on the show when he passed, but uh it's going to be a little bit bittersweet playing the mixed games this year without knowing that Tahoe is not going to be there. Um, but yeah, you actually just gave me chills when you say that. Yeah, the opportunity to get to know him over about the last uh, eight nine years has been an absolute privilege. Uh, someone that has seen so much and and uh, you know it's, it's just so recognized when he comes in here. But uh, yeah, definitely missed. Um, I think uh, Dan Ross actually has some stuff that the family provided him. He's going to have here some different. Uh, news articles, clipping things. Um, but uh, Dan does have something that'll be here at Thunder Valley uh, that kind of goes over the, the career, uh, the playing career of, of Tahoe. And I think that'll be kind of neat for people to see while they're here. I suppose I shouldn't make any fun comments about Scott having to pay me half of his winnings. And now <laughs> you, you sort of made it all somber on me there. I was about to launch into something really cool there, but let's move on. Uh, so one of the things that I like about the tournament too is you know, you, you do do some interesting things with Limit and, and Omaha and things like that, but you also put twists on your No Limit events, you know, like the Monolith, the Action 8, you know, the multi-day events. So tell us a little bit about some of those events and either how they came about or, or what you like about them. Yeah, sure. So the the biggest field will very likely be the Monolith. Uh, that's a 460 buy-in. It started as, a, you know, as our, our deep stack event when we first started doing things. And then it kind of transformed into what we call the monolith. And, and you know, people have said, you know, what's, what's behind the name? Yeah. Uh, it, it's a single standing stone. And at the end, someone's going to be standing, and that's going to be the winner of the monolith. Uh, but the, uh, it's an event where we look at the structure payout. Uh, it advances 10% of the field, pays 12 and a half. So you play into the money on day one. Uh, and just kind of, you know, working with the buy-in and the, and the guarantee. 
uh, for a 460 buy-in and a $250,000 guarantee, that's not easy to find in, in our region. Uh, so that's, it's, it's, you know, we'll look at it as a schedule, one of the best values you're going to see. Then you look at the Action 8. Uh, that's something that um, I built quite a long time ago, uh, but it was the idea of playing for, like, the idea of really inciting action. And we did that by making the Annie bigger. Um, when it was traditional Annie, kind of had a structure. And then when we went to Big Blind Annie, I was trying to figure out how to do that. And in fact, actually, good old uh, Savage was the influence and said, you know what? Best way to do it, keep it streamlined. We'll combine the big and small blind. So the Annie is the combined amount. Mm. And it's amazing that little extra money in the pot or so chips in the pot uh, really does inside action. And so that's always been kind of a fun event, but a wrinkle on, on that traditional Annie format or these days, what the expectation is for the big blind Annie. Uh, the Heads Up, another event that's been part of the Annie Up Championship every year. And uh, that is an absolute blast. We do that the day before the main event. That's still on the schedule. And uh, looking forward to that. That's the only heads-up event we do every year. Um, uh, as far as Hold'em events, it's here. We got the also the NorCal Jack Stack. So the Jack Stack, uh, which is an you know increased stack of chips uh, for the uh, the buy-in. We're going to do that on August 17th. Uh, $240 buy-in, 30000 guarantee on a Tuesday night. Uh, but you also get 30,000 chips and those extra chips definitely uh, drive the action. The, you know, it's one, another one of our signature events. There's something about the events that, that have that name to them and have a little bit of a, of a reputation uh, that people really look forward to coming out for. Nice. So yeah, you briefly mentioned the head to head championship, but uh, I got to talk a little bit more of that because that's one of my favorite events as well too. A little bit above my um, my buy in level, but I I, I I scraped together the money because you know Chris gives me half of all our losses too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I got the joke in, Chris. You think? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> Um, but it's a fantastic event. I, I've looked forward to it every year, and uh, a couple of years I've actually had some decent success in it as well, too. But um, you mentioned it's the only time you do it there, but there's not a lot of rooms that I actually pulled off ever. Um, you know, World Series and, and maybe a couple other ones around the uh, the country, But because it, it's a really, really hard event to put together, isn't it? It is. You know, so you're bringing in a lot of people early in the morning uh, for that first round, and then, you know, the first round is over. And half of your staff, you basically no longer need them. Uh, so it's in, in that aspect makes it a little tough. But also, this is kind of that part we talked about earlier. Our series aren't all about you know generating just numbers and and entries and things like that. It's it's that variety event. So that's an event that gets people to come out. And uh, and also you know it's, it's it's nice to have things on the schedule that people are excited about. And sometimes the events that the people are most excited about aren't necessarily. Uh, the, the biggest overall draw, but it'll get people to travel and come out and, and anything that gets people excited about the game and uh, gets them to come out here, especially for something that's hard to find. Uh, we take great pride in offering things like that. Will you be doing the drawing party again? Things like that. Uh, we are going to do it a little different this year. So we're just for mostly t- time, mm-hmm. the, uh, the drawing party. In fact, I think my favorite was the first year we ever did it. We did the drawing party the night before. And yeah, so anytime yeah. you're drinking a little wine and hanging out, life is good. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only downside of that was that we didn't have all the seats sold. Oh, so there's yeah. people that show up on the day of. Oh, yeah. uh, so even though that was the most fun, it uh, wasn't the most practical knowing that there's going to be people that are coming in from a couple hours out, uh, maybe have work or whatever, but uh, the morning of. So other than year one, we've done the drawing on the morning of. This year, we're going to actually use the Bravo system to do it. We've used... Uh, 
little ping pong balls coming out of a bag to line people up, but it's, it's time consuming. Yeah. Uh, so just to kind of tighten that up this year, it'll be done through the Bravo system. So we actually just hit a button and it'll produce the draw, but we'll do the draw. There'll still be the draw at 10 in the morning and then we'll fire off. We plan on getting cards in the air around 1030. Okay, so let's talk about the Big Kahuna. Obviously, the 500K guarantee main event, $1,650 buy-in. This has got to be a, a big deal for you. And uh, what, what, what are your expectations? And uh, can you tell us a little bit about how it's going to run? Yeah, so it's, uh, as far as how it runs, the, uh, we made a couple tweaks in 2019. And uh, as Big Blind Annie became more popular, I believe 19 was the first year that this event went to Big Blind Annie. So we took the starting stack to 40000 Also, we decided to play to the money. And uh, those have been, both been very well received. So we're going to be doing the same thing here this year. I do believe you're going to see a record field. Uh, you know, that just the amount of time it's been since we've done uh, a big buy-in event, a big guarantee, uh, you know, thinking that the price will get to a million might be a little optimistic, but I think we're going to make a run at it. Nice. Uh, but I would expect, you know, we should be able to do over 600 entries this year, uh, which anything in the, for us, anything in the 500 is, is really a pretty big field for 1650 and above. Uh, but I think I think this if there's a year, th- this will be it because there's been nothing in Northern California uh, for a year and a half. Right. Uh, but looking at that, the uh, we're using a start time at 10 in the morning because we do expect that draw to be so big, and we're trying to do our best to make sure that there's seats open for people when they come in, and then also try and free up that live play, knowing that there'll just be so many people here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a 1650 since we started, and. And uh, all we've done is just try to enhance those things to make it just the best player experience as possible. And also part of that experience is, is being, you know, conscious of the cost of travel and coming out for events. So getting people into the money uh, is, is, a, is a really cool part of it. If you're going to pay for a hotel, you know you're going to come in and you're going to cash that next day. What I love yeah. most about – I'm sorry, Scott. What I love most about, you know, working with you and talking with you and just seeing your schedules for all of your events – it's just so obvious that you really care about the player. And so is it something where they, you just have this sort of open-door policy and you really give them a lot of consideration, or is it just that you like to play yourself and you think you know what a player would like and you just are so successful at it? You just checked all the boxes right there, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, you're exactly right. So it, it's, there's a people that come to us. I mean, it's just awesome when you have people that are giving you real feedback and it's and it's about what would be best for an event or, you know, when the people say, Hey, this would, this could be better. And it's, it's not the, these ideas aren't targeted at an individual, right? It's really yeah. looking at the group and I'm, we're very fortunate in this area. And, and that, that's, that's been established over time. You know, people know that, that we care and they know that we want to hear their ideas and it's just awesome to have that partnership. Um, but secondly, yeah, if there's not an event on the schedule, I wouldn't play myself. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of always been the rule. Uh, you know, never offer anything that I wouldn't be willing to play. And, and when you look at willing to play, it's the fees and everything that come along with it, the amount of the time that an event takes, all of those things. We try our best to, to really make sure that, that, you know, we, we're hitting all of those things when we, when we create, create a schedule. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely second that from just talking to uh, players over the years at the event. Uh, uh, very rarely have I heard any concern whatsoever, and the ones I have heard were, were somewhat misguided. But um, and you can't say that in a lot of places that I've been, you know, because poker players are cranky, as we all know, and they all think they uh, 
they, they know no better than than the management or the poker room or the guy across the table right so um and i've just never gotten that feel at thunder valley i've got it uh you know people have just been very appreciative of of what you've built there and and, and that you are um open to suggestions so uh i just want to second that from a uh, from a player standpoint from being out there it's 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 really nice coming out um I'm very excited to be coming out, not just because I've been holed up here for a year and a half, but um, but that's part of it because I just you know the, 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 there's a family feel out there with players, even the players I don't know. So and uh, and that 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 doesn't come organically, I don't think. So um, all yeah, right, well, I, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. The you know part of it too is you know you talk about players that I think that just the the tone that you set and the the attitude and demeanor of the staff it kind of it sets that mode or mood. And, uh, you know, out here, it's, it's, it's upbeat, and it's fun. And when you're having a good time, you know, it's, these events have never felt like work. In fact, the day they, they feel like work, I think i got to do something different. Uh, <laughs> but when you enjoy being here, I think that that just radiates through the individuals that show up. And I think that's where you get that piece where you, it, it, you just kind of mentioned, where it's, it really is. It's a very fun overall, very fun atmosphere. You know, and, hey, tournament poker has got its ups and downs, right? And, uh, you know, the, the game will – We'll do a, a, a lot with our emotions, uh, but as far as being here and, and just being in the moment uh, and when you're away from the table, it's always really felt like a really just a, like a welcoming environment. And, uh, and that, that, that tone is set not only by us, but the people that show up. So it's, that aspect is, is unique for a lot of places you go. You may not necessarily have that same feel. Nice. All right, I want to pivot to the resort because that's one of my favorite parts of coming out. Is uh, it's a triple A uh, four diamond resort. It's it's one of my favorite places to stay, um, and uh, there's lots of fun stuff that I, that I've missed not making it there last year. That I'm looking forward to, and uh, partly too. I, I mean, I go through my Facebook memories every every day, and you know, these last month or so, it, it's seven or nine Thunder Valley <laughs> memories, and yeah. uh, I just want to talk about one. That, that I think both speaks to the, the beauty of the resort and, and also your willingness to try anything to, to make the event um, unique. And uh, my memory, I think it was today or yesterday, was the poolside final table. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I sure do. Had that live yeah. stream up by that beautiful pool. Um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It, it ended up not probably working the way <laughs> uh, we wanted to for permanent, but it was worth trying once, and it was a blast. So. Um, it was, so I, yeah, Gusto Avalos was our champ that year. Yep, that's and, right. And uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, it's funny, you know, one thing around here is that anytime I've had an idea, I say, hey, you know, here's what I'm thinking. All I've ever been told is go, you know, do it. Nice. And so I said, you know, I want to do a final table here at the pool. Well, that sounds awesome. Sometimes you don't take into consideration that we, you know, we are inland and summers get a little hot. So when you're trying to kick off and the it's 100 degrees outside, and there's a and, and there's a slight breeze from time to time, cards can get a little a little loose. Uh, but lighting things like that, but it was uh, definitely an adventure, and uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a good memory. Well, yeah, it's it was a lot of fun, and plus I love that pool. It's a very nice pool, and and some food and drink service out there. You'll see me kicking there when i'm not playing um and uh, a couple of other things i really like about the resort too is is the spa and my you know people keep i bore people to death with my eucalyptus steam room uh it's just fantastic that that's included in your room and uh, and then dining too i mean I was, I was getting myself hungry today because thunder valley sent me a reminder email that my trip was coming up 
and uh, it reminded me of uh, you know the Red Lantern, uh, Asian place there, and uh, yep. cafe, and of course, uh, and now there's a new restaurant that I haven't got to try yet, Dos Coyotes, which looks fantastic. Um, I have set the world record for the, the most consecutive meals at Panda Express in the food court out there. <laughs> so, um, and then, of course, High Steak Steakhouse, which is, is my absolute favorite. And, and you and I have had some really, really good times there over steak and wine. Um, so those are some of my favorite parts of it. But uh, are there other parts that resort you want to talk about, um, thing, things things that you like or things that other guests uh, bring to you about? You know, I just really almost reiterating some of the stuff that you mentioned. There is a lot of options here. And uh, so it makes it a great place to visit. Those dining options are wonderful. Uh, the one, the new spot that you mentioned is, is called Dos Coyotes, uh, which is uh, the Mexican food place that we have, or I guess they call it Tex-Mex, a little in between. Uh, but that's straight across from the Pokemon, so very, very close, which is nice. Uh, but that would be like the closest place to grab something. But yeah, the, the, the steakhouse is it's phenomenal. Um, and you know, with Red, with Red Lantern also gives you a couple of those higher end places to eat um, while you're here, and, and definitely, uh, you know, when you look at high stakes and and the times we've had there, there's just uh, memories to be made uh, while you're out here on the trip for sure. Ben, do you and, think? And... Go ahead, Scott. No, no I was going to say the value is there too for in a way that you don't normally see at a AAA four diamond. And you know, I've seen a lot of those places traveling around with this business and. Uh, uh, you know, Chris and I once famously ordered a crab leg, not crab legs, a crab leg <laughs> <laughs> at one resort for $40. Uh, fortunately, we weren't paying for it or I would have uh, lost my mind. But uh, but th- there's value here, too. Uh, you know, High Stakes has that nice happy hour during the day where you can you can feel like a big shot without uh, dropping a lot of coin. And Red Lantern has a lot of good specials as well, too. So uh, I'm just really appreciative that that the entire staff at Thunder Valley really root. Really, it's kind of well thought out this whole resort to make it, um, you know, very nice for the folks that like the very nice stuff, but, um, you know, accessible for folks that maybe that on that uh, that budget. Yeah, couldn't agree more. That, 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 you just you, you said it right there. There's a little bit of something for everyone. And uh, and that also helps a lot when you're bringing in people for an event where you're going to get people across the spectrum. And uh, so all those options are wonderful. Ben, this is the first time you've ever been on our show live, and uh, I think we've covered it pretty well with the tournament and the resort, but is there anything that you want our listeners to know? Is there anything else that we missed out that we should have asked you today? No, I just want to know that uh, 17 days, 17 events, and these fields are going to be big. And so we look forward to having everyone out. Uh, we've done the best we can with designing the schedule to minimize wait times. You know, we're, we're, we're uh, hopeful that, you know, the alternates don't get too much. Hopefully these earlier start times, especially on the weekends, are helpful. Uh, the Sunday events, there's something there where uh, beefed up the series a little bit. Um, in the article that we wrote, uh, the, the preview article, talking about the three Sundays, uh, over $100,000 guaranteed between the three Sunday uh, tournaments. And the, uh, we're going to be offering the biggest closer that we ever have. We have that last call, 50K, so $500 buy-in. 50,000 guaranteed on the final Sunday, one day event. Uh, it's a, just a great post limb. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the experience and giving people things to do while they're here. And hopefully that'll be a great fit for the main, but uh, just excited to be doing it again. It's, uh, you know, every time someone talks to me, I always say, man, it's just, it's, it's just been a long time. And, you know, we're used to doing, uh, you know, five to six major events a year. We haven't done anything a year and a half. So uh, there's been a lot of time and planning that has gone into this and it feels like it's the right time. And, and we just can't wait to have everyone out. Can't wait to see Scott. Heck, Scott, I haven't seen you. This is the longest in uh, 
our 10-year history that I haven't seen you. So a lot of people looking forward to seeing uh, all those familiar faces come back and, and just everyone having a great time at the Antioch World Championship. Oh, trust me, you're going to see uh, no bigger smile on my face than when I walk through that Thunder Valley tour <laughs> on Saturday night. So I am, I'm raring to go. Um, I got a couple days left to pack, but I'm going to start packing already. That's just how excited I am. So uh, thanks so much, Ben, for being on the show. Thanks so much for the uh, relationship you built with Antioch and, uh, uh, and everything else that's gone into um, watching Thunder Valley become what it's been. And uh, I'm, I'm just I'm excited to get on that Southwest flight and, and hope I, I get out there without any flight delays. That's the other thing that's kind of like uh, yeah. historical for me <laughs> is every time I try to get the thunder out, <laughs> something happens with a, with a plane. But uh, I'm prepared for anything now because I just want to get out there. So <laughs> that's it, man. You know, yeah, it's like trains, planes and automobiles. You just got to find a way. God, the <laughs> adversity finds you. You got to find your way through it. <laughs> Well, Ben, thanks so much. We really appreciate you coming on. That's the Antioch World Championship, August 13th to the 29th. 17 events, 17 days, $1 million in guaranteed prize money. I'm Chris Casenza. And I'm Scott Long. And we'll see you at the table. Antioch is a production of AntiochMagazine.com. Contact the show at podcast at AntiochMagazine.com. If you'd like to advertise, send an email to advertising at antiupmagazine.com or call 727-331-4335. Some music used in this episode comes courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network.